Hi, and welcome back to Cheeky Crypto. My name's Chris, and it's fantastic to have you back with us for another video. And in today's video, we've got some really interesting stuff around XRP. Could it go to $7? We've also got some stuff that I think is really important to understand about Chainlink. And, uh, you know, so potentially uh, the price could pull back um, on Chainlink. So really interesting stuff. Uh, and I think that in my opinion, would be an opportunity. So look, lots to, to dig into, all the biggest headlines that I think people need to be made aware of. If you enjoy this sort of content, mash up the like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, tapping that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video. Right, let's get down to the desktop. Okay, so we're going to start here on coin market cap. The total market cap of crypto globally is $1.06 trillion. Hasn't really changed much since yesterday, up 0.47%. Uh, Bitcoin up a little bit, 26,710.92, up 3.62% in the last seven days. And Ethereum lagging behind. Uh, at 1,632.74, up 1.59% at the time of recording, obviously a few hours before we put this out on YouTube. So look, I think that you know the market is going to be a little bit uh, volatile. I am expecting some, some price changes. We are starting to see a few uh, more prominent players in the space start to talk about... Um, I don't doomsday in in, in some regards uh, when it comes to, to cryptocurrency. The prices are going to be you know dropping significantly. There's lots of uh, macro stuff that is not looking positive. But if you've been watching us, we've probably been talking about it too early, probably giving you way too much time to prepare yourself for it. Um, but it's it's great to see people catching up, and uh, you know we've called this market impeccably over the the last year or so, and uh, you know calling every single bottom that has been. Uh, and people say that this um, you know market isn't predictable. I I think if you you know where to look, it it, it is reasonably predictable now. Uh, it isn't probably uh, that that scenario with like calling um, exchanges that are going to fail and stuff like that. But the, the there are telltale signs, and that's how we called FTX a week before um, you know it, it collapsed, and you know we made uh, people a lot of money uh, shorting Solana and FTT, but we also saved a lot of people a lot of money uh, from you know knowing about what was likely to happen with ftx so um yeah go through the the channel history go take a look um it's been it's been amazing and uh you know long may that continue but we need to go over some of the stuff that i think people need to know about the stuff that you know um does have does have me thinking and i i do think there's going to be some real real good opportunities uh you know coming very very soon so let's sort of dig into why i believe this particularly for Chainlink. So we'll start with Chainlink and we've got 18.75 million link uh, moved. Um, and there are concerns floating around that this could potentially impact the price negatively for Chainlink. So uh, I believe $100 million worth of uh, link tokens were transferred to Binance. And uh, basically what's being said here is we could see some you know, sell pressure uh, for Chainlink. Now, that would mean that Chainlink would come down in price. Um, obviously, there's no guarantee of this. They could have been moving uh, their 
link to Binance for other reasons other than to sell, right? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I would probably guess that um, it was to sell, right? So, look, or manipulate the market. So, I, I think there's some, some real good prices about to come. The macro's not looking good as uh, evident in a lot of the, the media now. People starting to catch up. Um, but I do think that this is stuff that we need to be aware of, right? We need to be looking at what goes on the exchanges, um, you know, the movements, the whale movements. And uh, we have all these alerts in our Discord. You know, members get, you know, a lot of um, content in, you know, the, the membership pack on cheekycrypto.io. It is um, a fantastic place to keep yourself up to date, all the on-chain data, and we're adding more and more projects to that. You've got two weekly AMAs with Nick, myself, JB, and the team. You've also got two weekly technical analysis AMA-style live shows as well for members where you can, um, you know, ask uh, different questions about the TA and stuff that's getting put out. There's trade ideas. The trade ideas have been, uh, you know, doing very, very well and much more there's just so much going on in the discord we also highlight the things like token unlocks and stuff like that that can uh, impact the price to keep you safer in the space so let's move on we've got hong kong central bank warns against crypto firms using banking terms and um this reminds me a little bit about um working in the insurance industry and uh you know, the FCA here in the UK regulate, um, you know, insurance plans. But what the insurance companies did is they started calling shit service plans. It's basically the same. They just use different verbal and written terms. Um, but basically those terms and, uh, you know, those terms mean the same thing, right? Verbally and written. So ultimately they, they circumnavigate the uh, regulations that are put in, right? And uh, the benefit of doing that for some of these companies is that they, they they don't have to necessarily have the same strict rules and implications of being an insurance policy and it's the same here with what's going on in in hong kong right if you're not a bank and you're not a licensed bank um, then you shouldn't be using licensed terms so they're in essence they're saying basically you're still good just don't use the same terminology because it confuses consumers and i think this is really cool um I, i'd like to see others take this sort of stance to be fair uh, i think that it's uh it's a, a healthy way forward and it means that you know people get more accurate information like they get told they're not you know covered by the like for example with insurance the insurance obmansman and and stuff like that right so um very similar with the you know, banking terms because a lot of these banking um uh, traditional banks they have you know um safeguards and mechanisms in place that keeps your money safe whereas if you're using the same terminology as a bank you know uh, a customer might believe that you've you've got those same safety nets and that's not the case so I like this. I think it's a, a move forward. Uh, again, it's about informing these projects what the rules are, right? Uh, unlike the US, which is like, yeah, do what you want and we'll just come after you. It, it's a different approach and I think that it's the right approach. But that's my opinion. Let me know your thoughts and opinions in the comments below. We've also got Hong Kong uh, probe into crypto exchanges. JPEX results in arrest. Um yeah, look, really interesting stuff, right? They've been operating without a license 
and uh, I believe that they're now closing down shops. So we need to be aware of this stuff. We need to do our research on on exchanges. Exchanges, um, you know, have been, I guess, a, a pain at times when it comes to this stuff, and you know, it, it is concerning, right? You, you're seeing more and more stuff. What I don't like to see is. Um, you know accusations without any evidence you know we're seeing a lot of accusations about binance uh, i'd like to see the evidence uh to, to to you know go beside that and at the moment it's all accusations we haven't seen anything and maybe it's just that these things take time and maybe there is evidence there i i'm just i just always skeptical unless there's evidence and i've looked and i can't see some uh see some so yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, right? We've got nine US senators publicly back Elizabeth Warren's crypto bill. Like, we've got so many dinosaurs uh, in the, the US government that, you know, I think are financially illiterate. Like, And when I say this, I, I mean it in a, a way where, um, for, for me, it's it's anybody like anybody can can make money if they've got insider information and like looking from the outside in uh, it looks very much like a lot of these senators and a lot of these government officials are insider trading they're knowing uh that they're gonna sign off a, on a on a contract that's gonna you know implicate this firm positively or negatively and they know what moves to make um but that's not financial li literacy um like I, I think that if it wasn't for having the inside knowledge, a lot of these people wouldn't be really achieving very much. Uh, politics is is a really interesting thing, right? Um, yeah, it's just full of corruption. And uh, like, I, I do wonder how how much um, Wall Street backing this is this is getting. And I am waiting for that U U turn because I do think that U turn is going to come. Right, so we got XRP closes in on five million holders. Uh, discover the key insights uh, according to this headline here but that is a big big milestone five million xrp holders i mean like that is something else um so yeah look i think this is a real positive and uh something that people need to be aware of right it's a, a sign of adoption and uh, i think that's always a really positive thing moving on we've got um we got Cam Ripple reach seven dollars. Expert lays down critical levels to watch, and uh, this is this is the details here, right? So all the the different levels, you know, point four as in point four cent, point three one cent. Um, but you know, we're looking at the very top of the range, right? Could it get there? Like, I'm really interested to get our view viewers, uh, you know, opinions on this. Like, can xrp reach seven dollars and um this analyst is really optimistic right um i think more than a dollar i think you know perhaps reaching its previous all-time high uh is something that's very very achievable i think the r rapid adoption that we're, we're getting is is a real positive thing um and it's interesting because people will be like oh the lawsuit's over and it hasn't skyrocketed yet well there's still this you know um appeal hanging over uh ripple and xrp so i i think that once that's all put to bed fully i i kind of expect that price to start to to, to move up quite quite nicely right um but yeah look let's uh, stay on xrp we've got torres ru ruling 
is good news for XRP, but doesn't mean everything uh, Ripple does with XRP has final clarity. And again, this is this is what I'm talking about. This is why, for me, the prices haven't really got to to a point where, you know, XRP can blossom in in you know value uh, right now. I think that it, it is really interesting, but. Um, what we've got here is XRP has clarity as not itself as a security, but Ripple's use uh, or sales does not have final clarity. The SEC intent to appeal uh, if Ripple uses XRP in LH, can it or its customers be certain that it will not attract SEC enforcement? until the lawsuit and any appeal is finally resolved and this is this is the point that i'm trying to make that basically in a nutshell we really do need to see xrp lawsuit ripple lawsuit however we want to term it we need to see this finished over and over and done with and at that point i think we get the the clarity the 100 percent clarity that is required and you know, we can move on and we'll see that price blossom, in my opinion. But let me know your thoughts, your opinions in the comments below. If you enjoyed this video, mash up that like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed already, tap in that bell, selecting all the notifications so you never miss a video, and I will catch you in the next one. Take care.